Jerry Lawrence. Damien's in the building. Brand new Travis Scott. Let's go. Yeah, in my white tee. Yeah, call the fight Williams for the hype, please. <laughs> they gon' wipe you before you wipe me. Boxes of checks, not my Nikes. Eat. Cactus, not no iced tea. Got him bamboozled like a Spike Lee. You need more than Google just to find me. I just call a bay to get a high fee. Incredible. General. I just start the label just to sign me. Me and Chase connected like we signed me. Been on a run, feel like a crime spree. Talk to me nicely. Yeah. I seen his face, seen it. Yeah, on his white teeth. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Call the Sprite people. Call them. Hold on. Private flight, franchise sites. On a private flight. Popped him in his hands, he was tight. <laughs> Caterpillar robbery, I fought to lift it up. Uh, I went on the stand, told the judge pass my cup. Hey. Ran up 20 million, told the devil keep the look. look. Keep that, keep the hope. Welcome I'll to Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. Day. I'm your host, Jared Lawrence. That was Travis Scott. Franchise. Apologies for y'all who are complaining that I probably let that song run too long. I didn't know if there was a chorus on it. I just heard it for the first time. Shout out to Damien, who's in the building. Oh. Thank you for having me back. Who, who requested that song. And yeah. I've never heard it before. I don't. Is there a chorus on that song? I was trying to, you know, I usually fade out on the chorus. That song is so weird, but it's dope. Like I heard it. I don't know what yeah. was going on. There. It's so weird, and it, like it's it's something that like a lot of people haven't heard or type of music. He's trying to do something new, but it's dope. I love it. No, I like Travis, man. I rock with Travis. I was in Houston last year. Um, saw where that Astro World Park used to be. It's actually uh, it's an old theme park that's now a parking lot across from where the Texan Stadium is. But yeah, that was a pretty cool song. It was uh called Franchise, had MIA and Young Thug. I think we got to the Young Thug part when I started fading it because I'm like, we're just not gonna get a, a chorus on this song, I guess. So <laughs> I faded even, out. Is he even good in, in live concert? I've never seen him. I know when I was in Houston last year, he was having the Astro World Fest. And let me tell you, that thing shut the city down. <laughs> I was working and then by the time I got back to my hotel, I was watching the news. And they were talking about how the Astro World Fest was like so crazy. They had to call like a lot of police from like home to come help because they didn't have enough security at that concert. Travis brings the people, and then he, I think he brought Kanye in there. Kanye was there. A whole bunch of rappers had come to perform at that uh, Astro World Fest. He brings the people too. Yeah, yeah, but Travis is—he is the definition of like pop star, rock star, whatever you want to call it. He's—he's he's bigger than I think people realize. People are seeing it now with the whole McDonald's thing he has going on. I don't know if you're familiar with. Yeah, I did see the commercials. Yeah, The Travis Scott meal. I haven't had it, but I heard it's like a quarter pounder with some nuggets. And and the funniest thing about it to me is it comes with Sprite, which I don't know if the McDonald's executives realize why he put Sprite in there. But uh, (laughs) let's be serious. It's a kid's meal and they ain't going to fill anybody up. No, no. I'm talking about why he has it as a Sprite. Oh, I know why he has it. Yeah, I just think it's funny that. Nobody really talks about that part. Nobody's mixing it with the with the pro-meth, the mm-hmm. promethazine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, man, glad to have you back. Oh, yeah. Thank you for having me. I said I had to get you in studio for this. We want to talk about some controversial stuff today. Oh, you know I'm here for it. Drop a bomb. 
We both watched the movie uh, Social Dilemma. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll probably talk about that first. But the thing that's probably going to ruffle some feathers is we both watched Cuties. We are not pedophiles. We will dis- we will explain our stance when we get to it, but we just want to let you know we will be talking about that today. Right, correct. And, and y'all will probably learn some stuff that you didn't realize because a lot of people are only going off of what they see. But I'm not, I'm not going to get too much into that one yet. I want to start with Social Dilemma because for me, I watched Social Dilemma first. I think I had watched that the night before. All right. Then I watched Cuties the next day. And to me, they both tie into each other. And I'll get to it more when we get to Cuties, but as far as the role that social media plays in everything, yeah. I saw a correlation between, in both movies, between both movies. I thought that I, the, some of the lessons I learned in Social Dilemma were transferred over to Cuties, and I learned those same lessons again. But, you know, I'll break that all down when we get to cuties. But just first off, what was your opinion on Social Dilemma? I saw you had a Facebook post on it. And I actually, I jumped in your comments and just kind of shifted the narrative. (laughs) You you were talking about Social Dilemma. I jumped in there. I said, yeah, I'm watching that one and I'm watching cuties. I jumped off the ledge. I I, I let it be known. And I I got attacked a little bit in the comments by people who did not watch Cuties. cuties. Well, actually, she said she did watch it. But somebody else jumped in there like, dude, I saw this yeah. girl. Like, girl come on. Come yeah, on. I, mean, I didn't even respond to him. Trolls. I'm like, he obviously does not know what the movie's about. You're just going off of one clip. But yeah, you saw Social Dilemma. What was your like overall takeaway from it? Did, you, did, did it make you want to change your life at all? Because I, I think it did that for me. But did it have any effect on you and how you think going forward? Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Let me let, let just in case anybody hasn't seen it. Spoiler alert. No, no. Look, look, look. First of all, before we get into all this, let me just say, if you guys haven't watched Social Dilemma or Cuties, do that first before you listen to this episode. Because this is one of these episodes that I need y'all to listen to with context. All right. I need everybody to know what we're talking about. For sure. I don't need people texting me and commenting in my DMs and telling me we're wilding when you haven't watched either. So I want everybody to... If you're, if you're listening now, you haven't watched either, pause this episode, pause. go listen to it, come back. We're at like the, I think it's around, oh, the seven minute mark. We're at the seven minute, 12 second mark. So y'all come back around this time, whatever. But please watch both because we're going to, we're going to break down stuff. We're going to, spoilers, everything's going to be talked about. So go ahead with what you were saying. I can't put down my phone. That's what I'm going to start with. Like, I can't put down my phone. Like, I, I, you can't leave your house without your phone. When was the last time you've done that? I do it actually quite a bit. I can't. When I house. go for a jog or a walk, I have, so I have two phones, all right? I have my regular phone with my internet that can make phone calls and everything. That's the one you probably are saying you can't put down. Like, then it, I yeah. have a phone, my old phone that I still keep because it, it has so much memory on it. I use it for music. Um, it, it just has 128 gigs. So I put all my music on there because I don't want to slow down the phone that I use with everything. So I put everything on this, all the media stuff on my, on my Windows phone. So when I go out to like walk or run or if, sometimes if I'm going to the store, my battery's low on my regular phone, I'll just take the one with the music because at, at least if something, worst case scenario, you can still make a 911 call Correct. on this phone. So I take that one with me, but I don't need my phone all the time. But your phone does, see, basically, if one phone did all the same things, that's like what I have. That's what the average person has. Their phone does everything they need for them. 
if I, yeah, I'm probably not making calls, possibly not um, texting people and all that, but I'm listening to it for music. I am, if I need information, if I need directions to get someplace, if I need to know, hey, am I going to get a discount better from Publix or at Walmart? I'm Googling which place to go get a better deal at. Like, it's just, you need your phone to survive nowadays. Did you agree with anything they said in the movie then? Oh, 100%. Like, the point of how we need to slow down of where it's becoming, because... Like, unlike for us, the generation now, they only know one way. They only grew up with phones. So they don't know how, like, how you can. And I can leave the house without my phone. Yeah. I've been six months during this type of generation with the, the being connected. I've been six months without a phone before. It's just that, like, why? It's like, you, you rather have it. I rather have mine. Um, this is where I am with it. I, I watched it, and to me, I don't know why. I guess because I've always been the type that's been intrigued of the idea of not having a phone, no technology. Like, I've gone a year with no Facebook and Twitter, and, like, I got off social media for a year. So this kind of, like, sparked that back up in me where I'm like, I want to kind of go back to that, where I put the phone down because I just see how much it, it affects me. It affects my thinking. It, it's time consuming and I just feel like if I put it down, maybe I'll pick up a book. Uh, maybe I'll research stuff more. Just I'll be more into other things instead of waking up and spending an hour in my bed scrolling Facebook, Instagram. You know, I read a lot of news on my phone, so I do like it for that. But like I said, I have the one with the music that can do the same stuff. So I think where I'm at with it, I think going forward next year, probably before the start of next year, I was thinking about, I've been thinking about this very heavy, like a lot. And I think I'm going to get rid of my regular phone. Well, not get rid. I'm going to keep don't, it. Don't say it. No, 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 no. Don't no. say it. You're about gonna, to go to the Nokia. I'm going back. Oh, no. I'm going back. Give me the bomb. Oh, no. I'm Is not it? just going back to any Nokia, though. Do you, do I'm you going feel like back to the Nokia with no capabilities. The what? one where it's just numbers. And you got to press three times the text. Oh, no. Like, I'm going to be hard to get in touch with next year. I'm telling you now. Y'all got to call me if you want to get in touch with me. Can I ask you this? Do you feel like you have a problem? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Like, all right. So, like, (laughs) I don't feel like I have have a problem. Oh, I have a problem. Like, I know I'm on my phone a lot. But it's what am I doing with my phone? if, If I'm not using my phone for entertainment, what I mean by, like, watching Netflix or on YouTube, listen to music i'm not on there a lot just um commenting look searching for likes like i don't the only i'm not I'm, searching but i'm on there but dog there's people out here they be searching for these i just likes. think i'm the type i'm like a alcoholic where it's like yo i haven't had a drink in five years and they're like, oh you can have one for me one is gonna lead to 12, 12. so it's like yeah People are like, oh, just go go on your phone less. I can do that for like a day or two, but by the next month, I'm back to the normal usage. Okay, but all right, let's go by what the the people on the show were saying, right? So like, they are psychologically yeah. using information to get you to draw you on. It's doing that. It's like, getting me. It's like to me, like the ads, they don't get to me. Like if anything, no, they get to me that they're annoying. Yeah. Like 
and yes, they're. I feel like they're listening in, but you can listen on me. I don't got shit to hide. But like, it's it's trying to get you to stay on, and that's what the whole purpose. Remember, like what they said, which was the craziest thing to me was, if you have an application that is free, you are the product. Yeah, I wrote that down. They're you. They're selling you. They're getting. I, I had notes. They're, they're they're taking information. That you do things that you're looking at, things that websites you go to, things that you to um consume your data and sell it. It to said, consumers. it said this. It said if you are not paying for the product, then you are the product, mm-hmm. and you are because they're the advertisers are coming after you. Right. You're what they're looking for, right? So the advertisers who are paying are using you as the product, which is the like. The craziest thing, like yeah. so, like and the and people want. That's the thing. People always want free shit. People will not. They they would rather sell themselves than pay three dollars for an app. And they also said it's the gradual, slight, imperceptible change in your own behavior and perception that is the product. Like they're they're brainwashing you basically. Yeah. They're they're getting you to think a different way. And I feel like I have become victim of that. And I just want to know, I want to see what would what, what happen when I detach. If I can go back to a regular life, I'm like the dude, like, if you really need me, call me. No, I'm not going to be texting all day. Like, call me. Well, I'm going to go back to the old school way of doing things. But, I mean, I feel like if you're not communicating with people on the regular, people ain't blowing you up with text messages. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, me, personally, people aren't directly texting me constantly. If anything, people are in, I'm in a lot of group chats. Yeah, I'm in that too. And those are what's making me, my notifications go off continuously. Where it's not people are talking to me directly, people are just chatting with the friends that they know. I mean, I'm just seeing that I don't have the same amount of time that I used to. Like, I have a new job now where it's literally every day I work, the whole day is pretty much work and sleep. So then on my two days off, I kind of want to detach. I don't want to wake up and be on the, like last, yesterday was freaking ridiculous. I was, I, I, I had to edit. I wanted to edit the Keisha episode that I had posted yesterday. I had all day. I could have did it. I sat on the TV watching TV. I'm on my phone on Facebook all day on Instagram. I didn't get to the Keisha thing to edit until 1230 at night. I got a problem. Okay. <laughs> but also that could be because you're mostly an introvert. Or you could have some am, introvert tendencies. I am definitely like the term that me and my homegirl toy came up with. We are social introverts. I like that. Yeah, that I, I'm kind of that We way. are introverts, but we can be social in social settings. But when we are home, we don't want to deal with nobody. I feel you. And that's kind of like why I like being alone. Now, you're in a relationship, so I don't know how you do it. Personally, I can't be around somebody all that time. I have somebody. If you you know me, I'm very different. But then again, like I said in the Keisha one, which if you've heard this episode now, you've probably heard that one. But there's few people I probably can spend 24 hours in a row with. And that's how I determine if I can be with you mm-hmm. if you pass the 24-hour rule. So, yeah, there's a few people out there, but most people I can't be around all the time. I need a break. It's draining. But you just, what it is, you need to find somebody that's kind of like you. That's what I'm saying. There's certain yeah, people out people there like, like that. You. Yeah. There's not many, but there's a few. Like me and my girl, we're not 
constantly around each other. Like, she, that's why a lot of times, if you see me, I'm probably not with her. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she, you guys do it good. You have a nice balance. Ba- yeah, we're balanced. But then the couples who don't, who are constantly around each other, those are the ones who are going to wear out and burn out and get tired of each other, I but think. there's some people that love being around. They don't leave anywhere without it. Now, it's... But it, how early is that in the relationship? Are they 10 years down still doing that? I is, can see that in the first year. What are we talking now about? Communication? Because if you didn't uh, specifically talk about that, like, hey, yeah, I love to be around you, but I need... My time to do this. Like, my personal time, I always take it, is the gym. I go to the gym. I really don't like working out by myself. Like, I'll invite yeah. her, but then I'm working out by myself, and she's doing her thing. Yeah. Luckily, she likes to swim. She, she goes, do that. I like to lift weights and do cardio. I go do my own thing. But, like, that's my, that's my sanctuary time. If we were doing it, she was like, hey, can we work out with each other? And swapping weights and doing, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> this is completely off topic but where are you at with kids is it something you want or something you you think it'll it's too time consuming you think it's gonna be uh that it'll change your life now your day-to-day or where where are you at with of course it's gonna change the day -day. i know but it's something you embrace or you think it's too much i eventually want to have kids but my goodness every single time i go to work and i have to here, like, like I could see the struggles that people have. It looks draining. And then I'd be like, oh, like, it, it makes me second think. But, like, to the point where right now, it, if it happens, it happens. I really don't think a lot of people, at what, what I haven't met, a lot of people I know haven't really, like, oh, let's plan on having a kid. And obviously, why would they talk I think to women about plan. it? I think women plan. But, like, it's... it's I don't think the men it, is planning. No, sometimes it just happens, and it's like, oh, shit, I'm now this age. I've seen that. I got to have a kid. And a lot, a lot of times, when it, like, I don't feel like you're you're never ready for kids. But when it happens, it happens. I've seen some women that already. What I mean by ready, like, financially oh, and yeah, mentally. Yeah, yeah. Like, financially, I feel like... Financially, I can't even imagine. It, like, who... Oh, my oh, God. My, my poor bank account, if I had a kid. Statistics are that right now, for a kid from from when they're born to they're 18, that's a quarter million dollars. Yeah. And it, but, I mean, it also makes a difference of what your support system is. If you have family that lives in the same city as you and can help with the daycare and the babysitting, what? that's big, man. Because from what I heard, like, a week at daycare is like five, $600? Oh, I heard it's ridiculous about it. And I'm like... Oh, I, I didn't even. That's something I never even. The daycare is what does across it. Across of the thinking daycare, about, it. bro. I heard it's mad expensive. Oh yeah, like if you got to do daycare, it's a wrap. That little joker better come with me because I can't. I can't be dealing with. That's what's good to have grandparents in that city or somebody that can watch. Or them. people just be like, "Yo, I'm. Why am I going to work? I might as well stop working and just stay at home, mom. Be a stay at home, like stay at home dad. I, I, do you think you could be a stay at home dad, or would that be too much on your your pride? Oh, me personally? <laughs> and she's making how much? Better money than me? Hell yeah. I could be a stay at home dad. The fact that you got to ask for like an allowance to do I mean, something. But all right. But here's the thing. Like it shouldn't be that. Well, if you have and, a like, joint bank because account. Because guess what? Like it, it's. It, oh, you know, wait, a, no joint? No joint? That's a, that's a no joint? Oh, no joint? Oh, you I don't even have. Oh. No, no joint bank account? Wait a minute. I the, Okay. The whole bank account situation. You should have, if anything, three bank accounts. Yeah, I agree. Okay, I'm following. Your bank account, her bank account, and a mutual bank account, which is probably like for bills or, or like saving things for things that, important things that you guys are saving up for. I could see a fourth one for like, if you like a, a mutual. Fourth. Listen, so say if you want to, um, 
Saber for vacation. You said a mutual fund or something? Like for saving. Like you can have a joint checking yeah. and a joint saving okay. for like a saving account. Put in, and it all has to do, to be fair, has to be percentages of what the people make. Yeah, you better be bringing a be lot like, of money to have four bank right. accounts. I mean, you can be like, hey, let's throw in um, for a joint, for bills and stuff like that, this one. And then for like, we want to go on a trip next year. To go someplace, then you have a joint save. You have a joint saving account. So like, stuff like that. Like, you could you could make it work with four, but like, one just one account. Oh hell no! You wake up one morning, your money gone. Yeah, yeah. I don't know about the. I I don't think you should have one, but yeah, definitely. I don't know. Four seems like a lot. I don't know. It, it can because when you be. have kids. Where do you have all this money to just be putting around? In oh, but, but that's what I said. It could be like, and everybody makes different, bro. Like, like everybody makes a certain type of money. But like, yeah, going. Hey, I'm just saying. All the you people can't, we I, know, though, we're pretty much all middle class. Yeah, middle like, class. We're not yeah. ballers. No, but like, I could see how you could have four for. Hey, we really don't want to touch this certain type of money that we're spending together. Let's keep that aside for like vacations and all that. And then you have our joint one for bills, things that happen. Like things that come in, run into the case, and you have money to help each other. And then, which why you should have your still your own account? Because what if I want to buy a PlayStation Five and bring that shit in the house? And she's like, "What does it better not become?" I'm like, "This is my money I saved up." And if I can't complain when she brings in five ton of shoes, you know, you know, into the house, so like. You gotta have those things, so you don't. I can see arguments arising because what if the baby didn't get something that month that y'all needed? And but you're that walking shit come first, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that shit come oh, first. Oh man, that, I like, can see a like, lot of problems with that. Like, I, I'm sorry to get us off topic though. <laughs> but, okay, let's tie in the children going into like social. They're growing up with the social, like these kids nowadays. The doc, they only know growing up with social media it's the craziest thing like they they have the craziest one to me is they're friends with people that they know for a fact that are not their friends and never met probably just played xbox online with each other yeah yeah and they're they're like oh that's my friend now granted now like I'll, i'll say for me like i have people on my facebook now that i did i just found out and i'm like yo yeah, you got some you were ones. you were like when we were together we were cool and now i but now what is that they, just because they have different views than me that, I, like, I, I mean i, I don't, don't bother i'm not mad at people having different views i think the issue is when the, some of these views are hateful and, and you're not willing to like hear the other side right and so like but, all right so like within the last like let's say prior to trump right mm-hmm. people were just republican and i could i could I could get that. Like, okay, you're just, you're going for, you go for a different side or you have a different view on me. And I don't like to say I'm a Democrat. I'm registered as a Democrat, Democrat, but I mean, I'm not. Yeah, registered as one, but I don't consider, because of the fact that like, listen, I go for the person that's going to, you want to go for the person that's best. Yeah. I I only register as a Democrat just so I can vote in the primaries. Because if you're an independent, you can't vote in any Democratic primaries. You can't vote in any Republican primaries. So I want to vote in primaries. So that's why I'm registered. And I normally am going to vote for the Democratic candidate. So, I mean, that's like They're basically, you're going for your views, right? But then it's not even that's the funny thing. My views are probably more conservative than anything, but I'm social issues are just more important to me than the than the other stuff. Right. And now how it is like people are 
speaking up on like they don't see it as like these issues that are hurtful or meaningful but like because they're not black and they don't have to experience this stuff on a day-to-day basis they're not out there getting yelled at and, and discriminated against and followed and like they're just not experiencing this stuff and then a lot of these people have white privilege and they don't see it a lot of people with white privilege do not even know that they are getting that they are getting by off of that or that they're they're being somebody's giving them the benefit of the doubt or whatever because of their white privilege. They think, oh, I wasn't treated any differently. Whereas you might have went in a store and nobody followed you because you're white. Right. You're you're um, getting by on your white privilege there. And they don't realize that type of stuff. They think oh, because it's not in front of their face. It's not obvious that, oh, no, nah, I'm treated the same as you. And it's like, no. You're not. No, you're not. And, and it's hurtful. Like, a lot of people, they don't understand, like, what white privilege is. And, like, I would love for you to read this. Can you read this? I posted this one time. I was like, this is the best way to describe what white privilege is. Privilege is, the, is a hard concept for people to understand because normally when we talk of privilege, we think of immediate, unearned riches and tangible benefits for anyone who has it. But white privilege, and indeed all privilege, is about the absence of inconvenience, the absence of an impediment or challenge. As such, when you have it, you really don't notice it. But when it's absent, it affects everything you do. I have two very close friends who are wheelchair users. And when I first met them, I was completely ignorant in the various ways their lives are made harder through no fault of their own. Some of these ways are simply uh, thoughtless, but some of them are just the way we live, just the way we build infrastructure, the way everything works, that uh, the way everything works that makes just that just makes their life harder than mine. White privilege doesn't mean you haven't worked hard or don't deserve the success you've had. It doesn't mean your life isn't hard or that you've never suffered. It simply means that your skin color has not been the cause of your hardship or suffering. And that was uh, by John Amici. Shout out to John Amici. <laughs> Former Orlando Magic player. And, like, you know, people fight against that explanation. Like, I don't understand that. They only heard the word white privilege. That's it. <laughs> they didn't. They probably didn't even know, read anything in there. They just heard white privilege and went into defense mode because that's what a lot of people do. I've had, I had somebody post back to me. and was like, well, now explain black privilege. I'm like, what? Man. I wish I had that. Can you explain? Can you explain to me what that is? If they would have said that to me, I would have gave them. A, I would have posted them a link to Charlemagne's book. <laughs> black no, privilege. I was just. I was like. <laughs> Ah, I, 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 I would have did something petty like that. Uh, and that's and like, it, it goes to like, now I have these people that have views that I considered like associate or a friend. And now I'm like, oh my gosh, now I have to downgrade you. I got to put you on the bench yeah, or I got to like, kick uh, you up out of here. Like, like your boy I was arguing last week yeah. on the Breonna Taylor case. Oh and I'm just God. like, and like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he shows me the, well, first of all, we argued over the no knock warrant. I'm still saying it was not a no-knock warrant. I understand the judge issued the no-knock warrant, but my thing is, how are you telling me it's a no-knock warrant when they when the whole argument of this whole case is if they knocked or not? If they didn't have to knock, there would be no argument. Like, somebody told them to knock. It was either the superiors or the judge. It's going to come out eventually. I, I believe Daniel Cameron is going to be forced to release the grand jury stuff tomorrow. Right. So it's going to come out, but everything I've researched... After that judge gave them the warrant, and it wasn't given to the police. It was given to the, the higher-ups who told the police what to do. Right. Somebody came back to them later and said, y'all need to knock and announce yourselves. 
And that's why there's a whole argument on if they knocked and announced themselves. That's why they're hanging on to one witness who, if you read this stuff, it took about three times for him to finally get to that story. Right. Initially, he said, I didn't hear anything. But you know how police will keep coming back. Badgering, coming back. Yeah, like- yeah. So it's, and it's people, but people don't want to do the research on everything. They don't want to read everything. They might see one thing posted and just go off of that. And it's like, there's more to it. Here goes to tie into the social dilemma thing. Like, like I, I am getting one thing on my feeds on because the, the views that I have, which obviously, and the things I've posted, obviously they're taking this information that I'm posting and they keep on feeding me more uh, Biden stuff and more stuff to say, you know, vote for this person or hey this side of your case yeah we're getting influenced heavily right now we're getting influenced heavily on your side of your views it's going the same way for them they're getting influenced even heavier about this is why she was wrong or this is why she was a criminal like people are posting me as rebuttals youtube videos that i didn't even know exist like where do you come up and find these they're calling her a criminal yeah, you you haven't heard that one? I've heard it, but I'm like, I think everybody's mistaking it because it's the her ex boyfriend who was the criminal. Doc, I had one where there was t- they're tr- trying to tie in, and this is on your boys, Jarvez. He he had a friend on his own. I haven't page, even looked at his. Uh, like arguing with about the whole thing, and like, I was like, where is she, where is she getting this information? She posts some YouTube videos, and I'm like. I, 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 stuff like that didn't even exist to me until that. And that's why also I like keeping people have different views than me because I want to know what are they getting yeah. their information. That's I, why at one point yeah. I was arguing with Buddy and was like, can you post what you're seeing so I can see exactly what is no, being fed to you? Because- he posted, what he posted was the uh, the warrant. He posted a copy of the warrant where it says in there, they don't have, it's a no-knock warrant. But my thing is, there are, we're arguing about them knocking. So obviously something changed after that warrant was issued. Right. Also, that warrant was issued at 1230 in the afternoon. From what I've been told in the research I've done, they were in it, in the, even if you watch the Daniel Cameron interview, he says, we know that they were told to knock by their superiors. Like, that's not out of, that's, that's, that's not up for debate. They were told to knock, so... To me, once you're told to do something, I don't, do I don't care what the warrant says. I'm going off of what you were told to do, which is why the whole argument is if they knocked or not. Like, he's talking about a no-knock, but it's like, bro, if they didn't have to knock, this is not a story. I don't understand the Second Amendment people when they're saying, hey, if anybody wants to burst in my house, yeah. I'm defending my house. Stand your ground. Stand your ground and all that. That's what Buddy was doing. If stood his ground, if yeah. he's standing, did his you hear ground. his nine one one call? Yeah, like it, it, he was standing. His he ground. called nine one one and said, "Somebody's breaking into my house." Right, and so like, how do you what like uh, how do you, and how do you not defend that? Because if they were in that situation, they would want the 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 the, the law on their side to say, "Hey, I was standing my ground. People were breaking into my house, and I was defending." But no, not to mention her ex-boyfriend was a drug dealer. So he's thinking the, the current boyfriend's thinking maybe that's him trying to break in. Right. Break it like he doesn't know. He didn't know. He didn't know. And then the crazy thing is the police did the surveillance of that apartment for two months. How did they not realize, one, that she had two other people living there? Because she lived there with her sister 
and it was either a niece or a cousin. Correct. They were not. They were out of town that day. They were not there. Apparently, they were supposed to spend the night at the. They usually Brianna Taylor and the boyfriend usually stayed at his house, Kenneth Walker. That night, they decided to go back to her place, but the police one did not know that they th- they thought she lived alone. They were wrong there. She had been broken up with the ex boyfriend for two months. How do you not realize she has a new boyfriend? Right, like what do you like? It was poorly done. There was things that was not done properly. The guy who got the warrant lied. He lied on stuff saying he saw packages going in there that were drugged. The post office said there was no never suspicious packages. We never told him that. There's just so much misinformation out there. And that's why I just, I'm at the point now where I'm tired of trying to fight it. Because I'm like, at the end of the day, the truth is going to come out. And we're already seeing stuff come out now about how Daniel Cameron didn't even consult with the grand jury and tell them, hey, you guys can still indict. You don't need me. Uh, he lied about um, the superior, not the superior. He lied about something else. I forgot what it was. But there's a few different things that are starting to come out that he is going to get exposed for, especially the, the grand jury part where he acted like they had to be the ones, they could do it if he didn't do it. Let me ask you this. Would you be surprised if none of them get acquitted? You mean if all of them get acquitted? Well, only one is really indicted. Like only I, Hankerson is indicted. No, like I feel like they're all gonna get off. No, nah, they're gonna, gonna get off. Like it's it's it's. it's I'm waiting to see what the FBI so. says though, because they're doing an investigation too. Like, and I feel like we'll get more information on their investigation, but yes, it's a lot. This, this ties into the social media thing where they're telling us each side is gonna get information based on what they believe, right? And that's why I just kind of want to get away from all this stuff, man. Because I'm just I'm tired of going on there and. and having all this misinformation thrown at me and i really only see it when i'm on facebook because everybody can say whatever they want on there yeah people speak reckless and when i do my own research i come to more conclusions on stuff like case in point you did you watch the debate the other night no i watched the clips you know you saw the trump thing where he didn't denounce yeah yeah what did you what did you think about that i all right so when he didn't denounce white supremacy that makes, that makes him look bad it but do it, it it definitely makes him look bad i'm not gonna defend him but i i will say i see why he said it he got caught up where chris wallace said would you tell them to stand down and i think he was trying to repeat it yeah and i think he fucked up and said stand and back now, and stand st- by yeah didn't correct himself and you're already we already think you're racist so once you right. say some borderline stuff, stuff we're gonna, not letting yeah. you off the hook but when I first saw the quote, I'm like, why would he say stand down, stand back? Stand? Like, I didn't understand where that part yeah. came from. But when I watched the whole question, like, all right, I can, you see, can see where it somebody, came from. And he messes up his words he a did. lot. He, and and, but it's, when and I'm he has on, a history. When I'm on Facebook, they have me believing that he just came out of nowhere and said it, said whereas that. he was kind of fed it and fucked it up. Yeah, and a lot of people were like, well, his mic was on the other side. They're being fed that. His mic was off, and they were trying to turn off his mic. Oh, and all. Like, it's the craziest thing. And the only way I know of it it's because I have friends that are on the other side. Yeah. That I didn't hear that part. Post- yeah. I just went and watched the clip. And when I watched the clip objectively, I was like, all right. And I'm like, I see why he messed it up. But I, as somebody who you know we've been waiting for you to say something about condemning it, you got to know that you got to say, I condemn it. Yeah, of this, course. This stand back, stand by is not going to work. But here's the thing. Is that going to change anybody no, that is no. Republican? Even if he told us, if he told his base to stop being racist, they're not going to. Like, they're it's not, not going to change it. Right, it's not going to change it. So that's it. why I'm not getting too, like, hurt over him not but, saying okay, this stuff. Because like, I know they're not going to listen to If him. he knew that wouldn't change their mind, why wouldn't you just say it? 
Because that, that would just help you get more votes. Did he ever come out the next day and say anything? Because I didn't follow up on it. Uh, did he ever come out and say uh, there, like, there was. I don't want to say definitively because like, I, I, I did read some stuff. Because I know Tim Scott said, the, the black Republican from South Carolina, he said, look, if he doesn't come out and say it the next day, then that's what he meant. So I was like, maybe he's going to come out and say, I don't know if he did. I'm not I didn't, 100% sure. I didn't keep up on that. But to me... He needs to come out and yeah, still say Yeah, you got to say that because, like, you, you, there's still people, which I don't know how, there's people that are still undecided out there, which is crazy, and they, they he needs those votes. Yeah. You probably saw this driving in my neighborhood, too. Them flags is out there. Oh, Them God. Trump flags. Bro, they are starting to show you we're, we're coming out, and that's, that's why I'm starting to get worried about this election because they're coming out in droves whether we are or not. They're going to be out here ready. Yeah. And that worries me because I don't feel like the Democratic side is coming out like that. I feel like they are. I feel like when it was Hillary, they weren't going to come out because they because because of social media. But the uh, hate for Trump was still high when Hillary was. Running. Yes. Yes. But I also believe I also know that a lot of people didn't go out and vote because of the fact they thought it was in the bag. This was an easy. Dump. A lot of yeah, people. The, did polls, not, the polls were so wrong. The, a lot of people. Because of social media, thought, oh, there was no way Trump was going to win. This is easy. Hillary's going to end there. You know what I, my and joke was? Fit. My joke was this is like uh, Alabama playing like some like yeah. FCS school. Bro. I no, it was but they, I, was, I knew a lot of people because I've talked to a lot of people in person that like, yeah, they, they're, I'm going to go vote for him. And like, like I, I kept on saying, telling him, I'm like, guys, he's, he has a chance of winning. And a lot of people kept on telling me, nope, he has no chance. Nobody's voting for chance. him. Like, Bro, after grabbing by the pussy, I thought he was done. Yeah, no, dog. I thought he was done after that. A lot of people wanted him to win. And come on, dog. You know they were not about to vote a woman in there after they had a black dude in there. So what do you think now about a, oh, a black years. woman as VP? You think they're going to let that happen? You think I think his people are coming out strong. I think uh, yes, I, I think feel they're like, coming out even stronger than they did in 2016. And I feel like we're gonna come out. I feel like Democrats are gonna come out even stronger too. I'm gonna tell you this: if we don't, if if Biden doesn't win, after all this stuff, the promotion, the help, the NBA teams, the NFL teams, so I mean, setting up all these voting sites, encouraging the vote, like. If they don't win this time, it's scary for our future. After all this is being money that's being put in to try to make Trump lose. No, it just, it just proves that what it always proves. But he's getting the push this time. Like not Trump, but the Democratic side is giving a push they have not but gotten before. Yeah, but it's because they really don't want Trump in there that much. But if he wins again, but it's if he wins, it's going to prove what? That United States is... No, it's going to prove enough people still didn't come out after all this money I was put into it. No, I feel like it's going to show that a lot of people... Like, people are like, oh, vote for Trump is a, a racist vote. But it's going to show there's a lot of people that agree with a lot of things that he said. I know a lot of Trump people who are going to definitely vote for him who will not say it out loud. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people like that. And I do know some people that voted for him the first time that were like, no, 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 no. I didn't. I I wanted him to be in there, but I didn't want it to be like this. And they probably gonna vote for him again, though. A lot of people gonna vote again. They just ain't gonna pro, uh, publicize it. A lot of people don't want that smoke that comes with no, oh, being yeah. a Trump supporter. Yeah, that, that, and, but why? Here's the thing that, that that's so crazy. Why? There's so many people being that a believe Trump in your supporter. View. So many people believe in those views that he is. So look, being a Trump supporter in 2020 is like being gay in the 90s. 
where you just couldn't come out like that because of the backlash you would face. I'm not saying it was right, but that's what it was in the 90s. And that's what it is for them now in 2020. They were scared to come out. Correct. But here's the thing. If he wins like how he did, there was a lot of votes for him. And if there is like what you're saying, more people are going to come out and more people are going to vote for him. Why are you hiding when there's a lot of people that agree with your statements? Bro, I lived in this neighborhood since 2015. 2016, these flags were not out like this. These like, flags, you, you, I don't know which way you came, but well, he gave them the power. He gave them flags. the power. He gave them the power to talk and speak out. And guess what? Who else he gave the power? More racists to come out and speak on their shit. Mm. And that's why they have the power now to say, I could say whatever they want. And people realize, no, you really can't. Speaking of that, I'm going to tie this back in. Because Social Dilemma, they said, they asked this question. They said, is tribalism ruining us? Uh, Technology is the real problem. Is technology ruining the world or confusing the world? And to me, that plays a role in this because both of our sides in in this whole fight is kind of like tribalism. You're like choosing a tribe. Yeah. So do you think... um, technology is the real problem. Like if we didn't have all this technology, do you think this love for Trump would still be the same? You think that people would be going so hard? Yes. If I they feel, didn't see it on Facebook all the time. I, I really think that people would still vote for him and still have that love for him. I feel like now they're like, I need to push harder because we need, they, they're, they're banding together. They feel, people feel stronger. Like what you're saying in groups, right? Yeah. They're more powerful in groups. So people feel that like they have words and they could, they could say whatever they want because they have people backing them and they have people that believe their same, same ways. So they're coming out together and vote. It's the same thing for people that are vi- for Biden, but also like, yeah, I think it, it's, I think that is based upon age group, mm-hmm. right? So like, oh, and, and, and where you at regionally in the United States, because like, is it killing us? Like, no, like, people like me, like, no, nah, they can have their tribalism. I don't feel like I'm in a tribe. I don't feel like I'm banded together. Like, I do have a lot of people, like, on my Facebook page that agree with some of the things I say, but I don't feel like I'm calling in the troops to come and yeah. fight and argue with people. people. If people see somebody that says something that disagrees, they're going to come and say their opinion. No, I do it. We do have a mutual friend that he comes in and say some harsh, harsh stuff. DM. DM. Oh, DM. DM be coming in. I thought you were talking about Tim. I was like, yeah, Tim be wild. DM. DM be wild. It's fine. Like, he's speaking his point of view, his his mind. DM, come on the show too, man. All right. Trying to get you on the show. I've been trying to get you on the show for like two months. (laughs) So, like, you know, and then, like, so different age groups do different things. I think these younger kids, they band together some. Sometimes also, that's how they, they got that one Trump rally to be so shorthanded. They bought up all the tickets. Yeah, the TikTok. Shout out to the TikTok people. That was out there heavy in Oklahoma. But that's, those are the people that are going to sway the vote, the young, the, young, the young generation. I agree. I also, this was another good quote. I've written down so many quotes from this movie. The guy said, it's not about the technology being the existential threat. It's the technology's ability to bring out the worst in society and the worst in society being the existential threat. You agree or disagree yeah, with that? Like it, it, it's, you're seeing things that you've never seen before. Yeah. Like, like if it wasn't for these videos, 
people wouldn't see that cops TikTok. treated. Yeah. And, oh, well, we'll or, get to that. Yeah, the cop one. Yeah, Go ahead like, with that. Yeah, like, if, if it wasn't for these uh, videos and people posting it, like it's still a, it would have been still a myth that oh yeah I still have a tough time when I get pulled over by the cops. Mm-hmm. People are always say black people oh what about Johnny Crockett ah that's just a one in one in a lifetime and like no stuff like that's been happening. Now people are getting on video, so people are like holy shit, this this is actually happening to y'all when you get pulled over by the cops. I'm like yeah, but then you're obviously gonna have the naysayers who be like. Well, what did that person do? The what ifs, the what abouts, the what isms. Like, like you're, you're going to always have that. But now you have video and seem like, see, this is what we're talking about. I agree. I agree. And, and it's, yeah, that's why technology isn't like as bad as we make it seem. I just feel like the effect it has on us is bad. Yeah. The actual technology is good, but we don't use it for good. It's like having a superpower and using it for evil. Right. We're yeah. using technology for evil right now. Like People are like... Did, did people did not know um, sex trafficking was going on? Like, huh. for, like, did that just come up? Did that? Did, I'm still the save the kids that, thing a, that I see every day. I'm, I'm like, like, what is going on? Like, did you guys not think that was a thing? Of course. Yeah, I don't. I don't know where. Well, didn't they say on the movie that they kind of made that a big thing to like get us distracted like the whole child trafficking like pizza gate and all that oh, there was so many things that tried to because pizza gate wasn't even a real thing and right. a lot of people are still hanging on to that pizza, yeah pizza gate was made up um the funniest thing out of that is there wasn't even a basement in that think about this year of how many things that were the flight log the epstein flight log that's still supposed to come out every week they tell me this epstein flight log is coming out and everybody's gonna be exposed i still am waiting the flight logs the uh, sex trafficking, the um, the no. toilet paper that blew everybody out the water to go to the store. Oh, I'm, I'm still like, buying. I ain't like you know, <laughs> like, I look. I like my toilet paper. I get nervous when I get low, so I will gradually Jared, get. You I, don't need to buy 48 rolls. Oh, you it's must just not you. see what I got out there. I saw what you got out. Oh 48 is an understatement. Like what you, you don't need that much. Toilet paper, but people were going crazy. We're in the triple out here. digits over here. People were going crazy and buying up toilet paper. Murder hornets. Murder hornets. I heard people about that. Tr- people try to get us distracted with murder hornets. Like, come on. Where'd man. they go? They were in like Seattle killing people, right? Weren't they? <laughs> Hell if I know. Oh. I didn't even know if anybody that died from murder hornets. I thought I don't know either. I don't know if it's a real thing. I heard a little bit about it. I don't know if they actually did anything. Fuck y'all, murder hornets and Fuck Trump. That's for my woldies. <laughs> yeah, just, oh, too. my God. It's just, it was so many things that they used on social media to get people distracted from COVID and, and um, the debates. I got another, another question. Are we so far down the rabbit hole of technology that we can't get out? Oh, is, it, is it too late to save the world from the destruction? No, we're not coming back. It's over? It's done. See, this is why I want to get you, off. You, you, there's no. So I gotta get off social no, media. Like, then you're just gonna get left behind. I don't. Like, I, I don't. I don't care. And that's fine. I want to like, be behind. That's fine. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it's it's not it's not gonna. Get I would left. love to live on like a farm somewhere where I don't even know what's going on in the world. We crave it. We crave it. Like, every, there's people that are going out to get the next generation of phone that they just got the new one. The people who get the iPhone every year. The iPhone Which every is year, not because me. you gotta have the newer, the better. Like it's, it's crazy that every year we're we're craving for the better technology. 
Yeah. Dog, it was 2007. We didn't even have iPhones. I remember being in college when I think I first learned I was able to text on my phone. It's legit. There was no picture messages. There was none of that. It was just straight texting, it's and I had to le- press the number three, four times to get what I we wanted. Just we, It's like we legit just got smartphones. Technology, yeah, we haven't had it that long, but it no. feels like we've had it forever. It hasn't been, has it been 15 years? No, hell no. No. And, and, and when did the iPhone come out? It was like 2007. 07. Okay. Wow. Same year Drake came out that year, right? Drake was bubbling end of, I feel like it was 08. Maybe 07, he was starting 07, to do the yes. mixtape yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He didn't get on my radar until 08. But 08, yeah. But like, probably that Take Care and all that. That was probably, not Take Care. What was that? Whatever that mixtape was that everybody loves by him. When he was when he was singing to the girls. He was singing to yeah, the ladies. Yeah, that was like probably 07, 08, yeah. But like, yeah, like, so we can't go back. Yeah, because like, they I, said. Our, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to get places without my phone. I still don't think I need my phone for everything. I know where you live. And I, I, I you know, my but fingers was getting itchy to put it in computer. I'm the type that can look. I used to do this all the time where I'll just look at something on a computer before I go. And I'll, be, I'll remember the directions yeah. from the computer from looking. Like, the same stuff I could do on my phone, I feel like I could do on my computer. I, I'm, I'm cool with having the computer for things, but I don't feel like I need it all the time. Like, a phone is basically a computer. I don't need that with me all the time. My girl every day puts in her, um, her GPS, and she goes to the same But place. you know what the problem is? That's with our society who's so reliant on this. Instead of back in the day, remember, you had to remember the directions. You had to remember all this well, stuff. I get I get why she does it. She does it because she, well, what if this route is faster? I could go a faster you know, route. Back in the day, they knew the no. they knew back roads. Back they roads, knew the different yeah. routes. But like after a while, you know what times of the days things are going to be busy. Things are going to be packed. Well, and she argues with me. Well, what if there's an accident on that road today? I will know. Like she cannot go without yeah. it because yeah, she phone to do that. Like it's it's five one one will do that too though. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying. Like people people are not. Going without their phone. It's, well, that's going to be my challenge next year. You've done this before. Not to the level I'm going to do it. I'm going, I'm telling you, I'm going to the, to the old school phone that doesn't have the keyboard. Sure, we've been through this. You've been through this. No, no, I've never gone back to the Nokia with just this, the, the old school where you only can play Snake. I'm going back to that. Well, Jared, how are you going to meet people? I don't care anymore. Next year, I'm not going to care. How are you going to meet a girl? Everybody, whoever, it's kind of like the, the elevator door is closing. That door is closing by the end of this year. So whoever ain't on the elevator is just whatever. But if I meet somebody, it's in person. I've met you because I've been out in person. I'm, t- I'm going to this old school way for like probably a year. And I'm going to see how I like it. Because I'm just tired of all this social media stuff. I need a mental break from everything. I like being alone. So I don't, me not being able to communicate with people online is not going to bother me. And I'm still going to do the podcast. So y'all will probably get updates on everything on the podcast, but the promotion will be light because I'm not going to be posting it. I'll probably upload to SoundCloud. That's it. And it'll go to iTunes and all that. But I'm not going to be on like Facebook and Twitter like, hey, listen to this episode. You're going to be limiting yourself, though. I don't care. I'm doing what makes me happy. I'm not worried about society. I'm not doing it for society anymore. So next year, I'm, I'm, I'm dialing it back a lot. Why don't you just delete the apps that you've done that? I want to do something different because that doesn't work. <laughs> you're addicted. You're like you're like what they said in the show. Yeah. That even the creators of these apps, they were having troubles even knowing what they were doing to people. But I'm recognizing it. They they couldn't help themselves. I've recognized. They, it. they were like, "Well, I'm gonna put down my phone." They're, one of the dudes was saying that he leaves his 
his phone in his car on purpose after he would get home, like around 7 p.m., and then he said he would just find himself drifting to his car because he couldn't put down his phone. I'll get over that in like 15 days to a month. After that, I won't even care about the phone. I'll get used to a life without that. I'll probably be reading. I'll probably learn my Spanish that I've been trying to do for years. I'm going to be doing more things that are productive in my mind. And like me, I need my phone for work. I couldn't, I couldn't be out. Dog, it's, it's that bad. Like, I, yeah. I can't be off the grid. Like I don't need my for work. I really don't need my phone for anything except keeping in touch with people, which, hey. Oh, don't say you don't want to keep in touch. No, with I people. will, but it's not going to be like, I'm not responding to texts every day because I'm probably not even going to be able to text on this type of phone I'm about to get. Oh, my God. I'm getting rid of my internet plan, too. Yeah, oh, I'm taking it all off. You is off the off. I'm getting. I'm. I was motivated by social dilemma to just make changes. I, I have tried this. Here it goes. Everybody tried to talk me out what of this when I told my plans. You ever tried just putting your phone on silent? Yeah, bro. I miss so many calls nowadays because my phone is always on silent. I used to be the one whose phone was never on silent. My phone is always on silent now. From when I go to bed to when I wake up, when I'm at work, I miss a lot of calls. I still have mad texts though. Calls. I mean, people don't talk on the phone no more nowadays. Like when I'm I, going when back to that. Though. Some people, some people, but you're gonna go back and there'll be nobody there. And I know you're okay with that, but a lot of people don't want to talk on the phone nowadays. Like I, I'm going back to the old Kanye West. I don't know if you ever heard about it. Where they were like, "Yo, to reach Kanye, like you can't. You have to call like somebody who's near him. You can't even call him because <laughs> he doesn't him. own a phone. That's how he used to be. I don't think he's like that now. But back in the day, they said that you, there was no direct way to get to Kanye. Now, you could still get to me with a phone call, but all this Facebook messaging, Instagram DM, like, nah, y'all ain't going to be able to reach me I, like that. I, I Snapchat message. I Facebook message. I, well, I don't even have I, Facebook Messenger. I, what else I do? Um, in regular text, I use WhatsApp. I do all I that, too, use, but I'm getting off of that stuff. I use so many Instagram message. So many ways I, I talk to people on there. It's the craziest thing. Well, y'all follow my journey next year because I'm scaling it back. How are we going to follow your journey? You ain't going to be on no the podcast. Media. I told you, I'll update you on the podcast. Just listen. You got to listen. It's going to be really how you know what's going on in my life. Um, They also said our attention is the most powerful thing and corporations are taking advantage of it, which, yes, duh. <laughs> and uh, one of the reasons I am getting off because I'm tired of y'all recommending a carpet cleaner to me after I just talked to my friend about it in a DM. Look what we do to children. Oh, we're getting to that. We're like, close. We're at the hour mark. We're, we're about to switch over to that. Oh my God. We're about to switch over. I'm going to just say this last thing before we switch over the internet. And I'm, Jim Rome always says this. I think it's like the best thing. The internet is the best and worst thing to ever happen to the world. I'm going to just is, leave it there. It is. It's literally the best thing because of all the information we can get. But it's the worst thing for the effect it has on us. Yeah. But again, that's a lot of, to me, that's a lot also how you bring up your children and prepare them for the world that they have. We were brought up to be prepared for a world without technology. We grew up, this evolved, our world evolved into this technology. Now we have a world with technology. These parents nowadays have to. Bring their ch child up. Hey, you have technology. You need to know how to live your life with this technology. So, but also, you know what that takes for those same parents to know the technology to teach their kids how to be brought up with it. Because they're the kids are teaching the parents. With that being said, 
Let's segue right into it. We both watched the Netflix movie, Cuties. Damien came in here ready to fire off. He had a lot to say. I said, save it for the podcast. A lot of you parents are going to get a harsh reality check right now. All right, that's my last bump. <laughs> but what was your... Can we talk about the movie first? Yeah, yeah, we're good. I'm going to say, uh, uh, uh. what was your thought before you watched the movie? Let's just start there. What did you think before you even watched it? Well, when be- you heard everything? Because of social media, people were basically... Basically, my acknowledgement of the movie was it was just child porn. Exactly. That's, that's what they made us feel. There was like, oh, you're about to watch child porn. Why is anybody watching this? Why is this on Netflix? Why is it on that? But it, Netflix is a, it's a billion dollar company. People made me feel like a pedophile for watching it. Right. I Netflix. felt like before I even watched it, I'm like, gosh, I, I don't even know if I can tell people I'm watching this because I'm feeling like a creep. Netflix is a billion dollar company that got smart people running their stuff. Yeah, you they, think they're putting child porn on Netflix? They're not going to put child porn on Netflix just because they're going to make sure that it's, there's a message behind it and why they're doing it. And supposedly the movie did great overseas. And at the, I think the Cannes Film Festival, one of those film festivals, it did really good, and that's why it went on Netflix. Yeah, that's why it went on Netflix. And I don't know if is it is it because the adults are more mature over there in overseas or their children. I know they're, I know for a fact their children are more mature than our children here over here. Yeah. Um, that movie, let's just say that movie could never be made in America. No, that movie was made in France for a reason. I feel like they don't look at it the same way we do. They probably didn't freak out over it the way we did here. No, it was probably more acceptable there, like the, the way the movie was done, whatever, the acting. Like, they probably didn't look at it from a child porn pedophilia way. Let's start off with this. A pedophile doesn't need that movie to get off. No. Like, let's, let's pedophile be pedophile is watching your kids' watch TikTok. Watching your kids' TikTok. They're going to um, the park. The park. You, you go to kids. They bit, before that movie, these dance recitals. Before too. that movie was made, they were a pedophile. They did not need that movie yeah. to become. That movie did not. And what's the chances? It probably did because the world is massive. People found out that day by watching that movie like, oh, my God. Did I? enjoy that in the world no like people were always pedophiles and like they they don't need that movie to get the rocks off no let's start off like that no definitely not there was a message in that movie there was a few messages in there's a few messages in that movie <laughs> there was a few like the, the movie was basically about how kids are being brought up with the technology nowadays and oh, there's so many All right, parts let me go say right what this. i think it was okay about. go right go right ahead to me, the movie was about what you said, kids being brought up with technology. It was also about coming from a religious household. The girl in the movie was Muslim. Her mom instilled that in her. They were going to the mosque. They were praying all the time. She seemed to be following that path. She sees a girl in the laundry room dancing suggestively. Same age as her, dressed more provocative than what she was used to. She sees that, she's intrigued automatically or curious because she's a kid. Right. She's when kids see something, something they don't know, they become curious. They want to learn more. Right. 
Ever since she saw that, it sparked her brain to want to know what else is out there. Right. Now, what this movie shows, she comes from a very religious, strict household where none of this was discussed. Her mom did not prepare her for what was in that outside world. And due to her mom not preparing her, she went out on her own and tried to find it. She tried to explore and see what she liked, what she didn't like, what she was into. That led her to meeting other people in school. She met some kids in school, was intrigued by the way they acted, the way they dressed, danced. They didn't accept her at first. They shunned her. Now, what would any kid who gets shunned, what do they do? They try their hardest to fit in. in. They try to fit in. So after that, she starts trying to learn the dance moves. She starts trying to watch the video. She steals her cousin's phone, which has access to all these music videos and apps and all that. She starts dressing like them. She starts dressing. She's wearing her little brother's clothes. She's dressing like them with the crop top, trying to dance. Can't dance good in the beginning. No. Pretty bad dancer, but keeps going at it. Eventually becomes accepted by the group because she becomes more of a risk taker. Right. But the reason she's becoming a risk taker is because she's trying to prove to them that she belongs. So she's doing stuff that's out of character. Right. She's dancing provocatively. She tries to beat up. She tries to fight a girl like for no reason. Five or six years older than her because she's talking to a dude that she has a crush on. Even no, that her friend. I think her friend had a the crush friend on. had a crush on. Friend had a crush to be stronger bond with her that friend. These are eleven year olds. Right. She's trying to fight a freaking I don't even know 15, 16 year old because the friend has a crush on, but she's trying to impress him. The friend trying to get the bond, like you say. Gets beat up by the girl, gets her pants pulled down, which is probably one of the more disturbing parts of the movie. That's when people talk about some of the stuff that makes them uncomfortable. That's one of them. Um, They show her getting, not getting, but they show her when she gets her period. That's probably another disturbing part, but this is all stuff that's part of the the maturation, the growing up of a child. So for me, if you're a parent, it's a movie you need to watch because this is stuff you're going to deal with. But to me, yes, the movie is about somebody trying to find themselves, but with no direction. She's not getting direction from any adults. She's getting, she's learning everything from her friends and from the internet. Right. And that's pretty much what the society is now, where you're only learning from what you see on TV and what you hear in school from your friends or your phone. And she was having problems at home. With yeah. Her oh, dad, I forgot about that. The dad. Where, her, where dad starting a new, fa- with a new family because in their religion. He was able. I have, think that's, he's able to have multiple wives, so he's having another wedding, wife, another wedding with a, and going to start a new family. And she's coming to grips with this. And once again, it's not explained to her. Her mom doesn't tell her what's going on. She finds out by like listening, overhearing it. Right. And any kid that's getting all this has all this trauma, and doesn't have anybody to express it to, they're going to act out. And that's what we see her throughout the movie starting to act out. She pushes the girl in the freaking water at the end, too. And she almost died. The girl almost died. But when she saw the girl was okay, she kept yeah, going. Yeah, she kept on going. Um, what in that movie was a lie? Um, nothing. Nothing. Nothing like, was a lie. Like, that happens to kids on a daily basis. Like, they, they're all trying to fit in. They're all trying to. And, I, and it's so crazy talking to that with people. Like, like, all of a sudden, they forgot how middle school was and high school. And that's what a gr- a, the grade is. Yeah, they're I like she, uh, middle 11, school is, I believe. Yeah, middle school and stuff like that. Middle like, school is when I first started learning about like that type of stuff. Dog, I don't know about the high the middle school parties you went to, but the middle school parties I went to, 
the girls knew how to dance like that already. I kissed my first girl in middle school in eighth grade. Right. I wasn't 11 yet. I was still scared to kiss girls at 11. But, I mean, I knew about those, all that stuff. Those, those kids were, yeah. girls I know were dancing like that. No, no, I was dancing in the skating rink after 9 p.m. in the dance room. Booty shaking yeah. and dancing up on girls. Yeah, I remember as a, like yeah. a 11 or 12-year-old being in the skating rink dance room grinding on girls. So why are people looking, looking at this so different? Like, oh, my God, look at that. Like, girls because were they, doing that? Because they can see it. They can see it. Oh, girls what, were doing it? that when I was that age. But what's in their face bothers them. That's the thing. When it's kind of like Ray Rice. Ray Rice punched his girlfriend, knocks her out. Before we had the video, the outrage was minimal. Minimal. Once the video comes out and it's in your face and you're forced to confront it, that's when you get upset. So in this case, we know these kids are doing all this stuff, but we're not really worried about it because it's not in our face. This movie, it puts it in your face. And that's when the outrage comes. And and the, the only ridiculous thing. And I think the outrage only came from people who did not watch the movie. Right, a lot of a lot of most of it. Most of it. There's probably some people who were still outraged. Yeah. But those are probably the same people who think their kids aren't doing this stuff. No. Oh my god. All right. So here's where the movie is ridiculous. That they were going to school and still dressing like that. We all know that the school got a dress code. You ain't dressing like the that. The fact like. that they were going. To, there are some ridiculous things. Yeah. Like they're going to school. They're dressing like that. This girl steals her, was it her net, her cousin, her brother? Who is that Somebody, dude? I think it was just a, a family friend. She steals the family friend. I think friend. it was a family friend. Uh, she steals the family friend's cell phone. She has this phone for like a week or two. A week? Like, what? He does not know his phone is missing. But he did know he was moving because he But he, he didn't did say, make any attempt to really try to get it he back. Did, no, he was like, yo, you told me my phone, you, my phone was lost. And you had it the entire time, bro. Come on, man. The fact that she had that phone as long as she did, that was a little... Like, and the mom didn't find out. The fact that it took till yeah. about 10 minutes left in that movie for her mom to finally beat her ass. <laughs> There's just some of this stuff. Like This girl was acting out, and the mom towards the end starts realizing oh, that the daughter has issues the and mom, is acting out. The mom tried to get a seance going to try to get the demons out of her, and she started praying along with it and started doing that vibrant... They were supposed to make dinner for the wedding. The girl left... While they're carrying the rice on their head, runs away, comes back, and it's like nothing. <laughs> she didn't get that ass beat. Wait, is that when she got beat when they came back? Um, I feel like she got beat later on. She got beat. She, she got beat when her mom she, found she stole the money. All right, so mom did three things. Mom, the mom fainted too, or something. She had a health the problem. The mom fainted. That's when she should have got her ass beat. When the mom fainted, she had a strength back then. Her mom fainted. And the bitch just kept on eating. The little brother had to go. Well, who's going to beat her ass though? The mom ain't had the energy then. The mom was stressed out. I would have remembered that shit. She like, was bitch, worn out. you didn't out. care about me. You didn't care about me? What are you going to do when I'm gone? She would have got her ass beat. Like that. All right. But that this is where the mom fucked up. Her mom tried to. Her mom beat her ass. Late, late, late. She tried to. Her and auntie. That was the grandmother. Grandma, right? but they, some reason they call her auntie. I think they missed in translation. I think it was the mom's Missing. mom. Yeah, it was. It was something in the translation. Because that that's another thing. This movie's all in French. French. I had to read subtitles. No, well, I had the English version. You got there's an English version. Yeah, that's why. All right, so that's why it's different. That's why I was because, telling you how to keep rewinding. No, nah, because I had um, it was in English, but that's why it was like, like missing translation. They, they kept on calling her. English? Yeah. 
Nick no, no, Car- they called her auntie in the in the caption too. Oh yeah, so okay. but I'm just I had to keep English. Yeah, no, it was in. English. I was reading and no, I'm missing English lines. Russian dog. Oh. I mean, the the timing of the mouth is see, off. Yeah, I'm glad see. I watched the French one then. But like that's the one I was because it made on. me feel more like it was a French movie. If I'm watching it in English, it feels like it's an American movie. It's not an American movie, and I think that's one thing you have to realize watching this movie. You can't treat it like an American movie, right? So like, and then. The mom, the 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 mom and auntie were doing in quotations were doing the the seance thing, and then also the aunt had the what some dude some priest came in and was like trying to yeah see see if she was taken over by a spirit. But that's what we see a lot of times in these families where it's like let's pray this yes. stuff out of you. No. It's only you're only going through a phase. This is not real. No. Just like, remember, they try to pray the gay out of you or they try to pray something out of you. That's all. And that's why this movie, to me, was so many lessons in this movie about parenting, right. about signs that these parents miss. Because this mom missed a lot of signs. Right. This girl's walking out of the house, dressing provocatively every day, and the mom never noticed it till the end. Like, and I knew, all right, granted, the mom had a lot on her plate. The she mom was, was stressed about was the husband stressed. She was still married. working a lot. She was, she was going through her own She traumas. was going through her own thing. She's still supporting two kids, and one of them is younger. And she, obviously, you can see that she went through this because she passed out on them. Yeah, they were all going through. The mom and the daughter were both going through their own things, and She's that's why the older, mom yeah, probably but, missed some stuff. And that's, yeah, so, like, it's tough. I, you I know what else I saw, though? Like, what else I thought? Oh, go ahead. What, what else were you saying is tough? So it's tough for her to, to also... Deal with this. Your husband is moving on and doing something and getting a second wife. And she has to fake be happy for yeah, him. Yeah, the mom didn't look happy either. She wasn't happy, but she had to be She had to be that person to be fake and be happy for him. It, it, it felt to me like the mom was kind of questioning her, her role in that religion, too. Like, she didn't agree with everything, but she was going along with it. Then you see the daughter sees the mom going along with something that she don't think is right. So the daughter's like, yo, I'm not with this. Like, she no. didn't seem like she was down with the religion. And it just, that's another thing, how religion plays a role on stuff and the, the values we try to teach our kids based on these religions where we're not giving them the game for life. Like, that girl was not given the tools she needed to succeed, and that's why so many mistakes were made. Because oh, nobody sure. kept it real with her when it came to boys, when it came to dressing, dancing, sexuality. There was an uncomfortable scene in there where the guy finally notices his phone's missing. He tries to wrestle it away from her. She thinks in order to get the phone or to keep it, she can bribe him with sex. So she starts taking her clothes off sexually. And, and he's like, what the hell are you doing? doing? Right. And then to me, that was uncomfortable. One, because she's doing that. But also as a grown man, you're putting that situation. Like, that can fuck you up because she can say you did something. But uh, yeah. and you're accused now. And, and that's what I thought they were going to try to lead to. That's what I thought it was going to. That was going to try to lead to with. Because she took the picture of herself. I thought she was going to do and and send, it, and and send it out to She us. took a picture of her private parts. Right. And, and we thought he, she was going to bribe that he did it. Right. But no, she did that and send it to her friends as a lie. No, no. Lie. She put it on like some site where everybody could see yeah, it. So, yeah. Her friends are some type of site where everybody in her school could see it. Just so it, it was like and trying then to get some clicks. Trying to get clicks. Trying to get, yeah, be popular. And it, it, it backfired it, because everybody turned on her and said, whoa, whoa. You're taking this a little too far than what we are. We like to dance. We're not trying to be sexual. Right. You're doing too much. So then after she goes through this whole movie of trying to 
prove herself and show that she can be a mature woman because she starts dressing differently after the being made fun of. Right. She's buying adult garments and stuff. She's wearing stuff, different makeup and all that. And after she was stealing too. Yeah. I stole money from her mom to buy everything. And after she sees she's finally still not accepted when she tries to become more sexual, I think that's when she starts hitting rock bottom. Like I did all this to try to fit in and I still don't fit in. No, like it, it, it's all right. So I get where people are like super uncomfortable. Yeah, because there's definitely there's we there's said some, what yeah, four uncomfortable moments yeah, in that movie. Yeah, there's four uncomfortable moments. I would say the um the the private part showing where she's taking pictures of her privates, the bathroom, the, the, the in the bathroom, the the video sh- where they're dancing the, when she got the pants pulled down in the fight. The third one is the, the video. The, which video are you talking like about? When they were first doing their dancing moves, like the the camp, how they're zooming in on the girls, okay. trying to be yeah. provocative, yeah. you know, provocative, and then dancing and sexually and all that, and then the last. The last dance, scene. The dance scene. Which was, is another interesting part of the movie because when you watch the reactions of everybody in that crowd, some are horrified. They were disgusted. No, no, no. Not all of them, though. There's some bobbing their heads and stuff. And I'm just take. I'm looking at everybody's reaction because I'm starting to be like uncomfortable and getting anxiety over, oh, my God, what, what's the reaction going to be? And it's just to see the mixture I thought was telling. So like, Most of them were disgusted, but you so, saw a couple a lot, people. Yeah, like, some people were going because... One people can't. I say they think they're older girls because they did lie to get in to that dance competition. Mm. So they think they're older girls and still not old enough to where you would be like, oh, all right. they're yeah, still like the, you're right. But they're like, but I think people are just like, okay, these are some girls that are dancing and accepting it for what it is and trying to see the dance. But then there was a lot of parents with their children in there. They're like, the no, 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 no. They're discussing like, no, yeah. no. But it's a dance competition, so they don't really know what these kids are about to do on the stage. But this is how these kids are dancing on, on TikTok anyway. Dog. This is this was what you wanted to bring up, right? Dog. You said, how is it different? Dog. How is it different? Some of these parents doing the dances with their kids. Yeah. I'm trying to bring up your questions. You you said, how is it different than TikTok? It's not. It's, it's no different. Yeah, you from- said, what's the difference between those girls, what those girls were doing, and what they do on TikTok. There's not much of a difference. There's not much of a difference, though. I mean, these girls now are dancing to the Cardi B and Megan record, WAP. WAP. And, like, yeah. the, to, and their parents are like, okay. And they, a lot of them, a lot, some parents don't even know what their kids And they know the explicit doing. version. They're dancing to the explicit version. Listen. Like, and then, like. Same age as this girl, too. Same age. And, like, they, they had these videos on TikTok and doing those things. And guess who can see that? All the pedophiles that people are so scared of that saying oh these pedophiles are we're doing this for these pedophiles i'm like no i didn't even to me the movie wasn't even about the pedophiles to it me, wasn't people made that up to me to, the movie to, was about parents not being open with their kids not talking to their kids about stuff they're seeing in the real world and these kids having to learn for themselves and learn about uh adult things and mature things on their own without being properly told or explained to them because we need sometimes kids to shut the hell up or be quiet so guess what we do we put the ipad right in front of their face so it could get their attention and guess what who's teaching them the ipad is teaching them and then that's what they're doing but it's also about parents being oblivious man like your kid is going once your kid is in middle school maybe you even elementary middle school you gotta be all right like of course you need to be in your kid's life 
Well, you, yeah, you got to be more open about what they're going to see. Like yeah, you got to you got to be know. proactive instead of reactive. Right, because these kids are going to learn. Like I learned about sex in middle school easily. Like everybody heard. Like, yeah, we were all talking about like, it and women, naked women, and hearing about stuff. Till this day, my parents have not talked about sex with me. My mom put some condoms out for us when we were in like high school. Like, have y'all do anything here? My, my, yeah, my, when I, when well, I she started really getting talk. college, my mom was like, make sure you're being safe. No, Don't bring no children yeah, in Yeah, that's, that's, that's basically the length the conversation went. That's basically the talk we all get from our parents. Like, like okay, so you hopefully you're, my, parent, my parents are island, so I, I don't know if they thought that the school was teaching us about everything. The school only teaches us about diseases yeah. and stuff like that, basically trying to scare us out of having sex. We all learn from our friends, basically. Yeah, you learn from your friends. And you, you also said something interesting. You said the women of our generation did the same thing at that, at that age. And how did they learn to jiggle their ass at that age? That's what I would love to know, because that's what these girls were doing, because I remember going to the, the house parties and these girls were shaking I mean, their the music ass. was always there. And the music was always there. We had bass music when I was younger. Right. We had like, scrubbed the ground. Right. Uh, so Uncle Luke scarred. You think <laughs> these girls just all of a sudden at a party was like, let me try to do this. No, no. They were practicing just like how those girls were practicing with each other, dancing and learning how to gyrate and do all that same shit. And they and then they when they would go out, they would do that stuff in public. And like Yeah. I think the thing that bothered me the most about the reaction to this movie was that people thought it was some type of like dance moms or one of those competition movies where the parents force their kids into dance. And it was so far from that. It was these kids sneaking off doing this stuff on their own. Parents had no idea what was going on. The parents weren't really involved in any of the dance competition stuff. But from that initial picture Netflix put out, where you just see the girls in the dance, makeup and the dance competition, yeah. you think it's like the Tierra, whatever that movie, that right. show, the reality show is where the parents right. force their kids. Yeah. And that's where the backlash came. I saw some type of Facebook post by some black people where they were like, let's stop normalizing dance culture, like com- competition culture. And I'm like, this movie wasn't about that. No, I, I looked at it as more of the people, I, what got me annoyed with it. Because people were using it as a distraction to a lot of the Black Lives Matter thing. Let's focus on these pedophiles. Look what Netflix is doing to put this pedophile movie on. Cancel Netflix because they're doing it. Like, bitch, ain't nobody's removed. People don't even know how they next their, their Netflix password to go cancel their uh, yeah. subscription. I use somebody else's password anyway. Right. So, like, I don't even know what people, they tripping on. But like, I heard so much stuff about the movie. Initially, I wasn't even going to watch it because I was just like, I don't want to watch this. But when I kept hearing the negative and then I finally started hearing some stuff from people who watched it, like it's not what you think. There's a message. Then I started my, my brain started becoming a little more peaked and I'm like, I got to go see for myself. Right. I want to, I want to know what the movie's really about. I want to know what this message is. And even when I was in your comments going back and forth with people on it, when I watched the movie, I still didn't think it was what they made it seem. No, I still was like, all right, well, this is, this is it. Like, to me, the message was good. Like I said, there's a few uncomfortable moments. Yeah. But the message that you're going to get. And it was meant I, I tell to make people, you If you're a parent, if you're a parent, you definitely need to watch this movie. If you're a regular person like me, yeah. no kids, I don't. The movie. Like, you I probably don't need to watch it. But if you still want to know the truth and what it's about, you can. But if you're a parent, I think every parent should watch that movie just because you're going to deal with this stuff when your kid becomes 
tween. Uh, is that, is that yeah, what it that's is what called? A tweener? Tween? Like when your kid becomes that age, you need to know this stuff because this is what is what's out there. Right. Like, uh, yeah, you're you're completely right. Like, I would never go, like, I would never click on that and be like, let me watch this. This is interesting. Like, no. Like, I think I would I say. I only watched it once I heard too much. And that's right. normally with anything that I hear. Like, once right. the story builds up and it just be telling right. too it was, much. It was something I would never click on. It was not, to me, like, if it wasn't for all that, like what you're saying, I would never, I would never watch it. Yeah. But to me, it tied in. I guess it's because I watched social media, the social dilemma first, and then watched this after. And I kind of saw the way it tied into the stuff they were saying Perfect. on Social Dilemma. And I'm like, bro, this is. Yeah. I tell people, watch those two back to back. She was addicted to it. You watch those two movies back to back, bro. And it all makes so much sense. She was addicted to the phone. She, addicted. She, she couldn't duck. The That's... phone and the social media was changing the way she thought. Yeah. Look, it had look. such an influence on how she thought. I mean, like in Social, in social Dilemma, they had that. Pseudo family that they wanted to show you exactly what is going on. The, they the had black dad, but the kids are all white. Right. Uh, that was. And then, <laughs> and then you had the um, you had the older um daughter in that family who was old enough that she she knows life without um cell phones, but she knows how it is. the The younger kid, the the middle son. Who's like, oh, I could do it without a cell phone, but he's super heavily into it. You saw what brought him back on that phone, too. Right. When his girlfriend, his ex-girlfriend started dating somebody else. Right. That's so all like, it takes, man. And then the younger one who was, and that was the craziest one to me, the, the youngest daughter out that pseudo family that was like obsessed with her phone, that she broke it. Oh, at the dinner table. At the dinner table, because yeah. she's like, I can't go without the My mom the phone. put the phone in the jars. Locked them in for dinner, and the girl broke the jar and took broke the phone Broke the jar, took the phone, and ran away because she couldn't, she couldn't go five minutes without the phone. Well, that's what it's like for most people out here, man. That's why I want to detach and just kind of detox myself from all this stuff. And I know people don't get it. A lot of people don't understand the stuff I do, mostly anyway. But in my head, this stuff makes sense because I know myself. I know what I can gain from it. I know the peace it brings me. So just, just trust my decision. I mean, you got to do what makes you happy, though. Yeah, I mean, being on this phone does not, I don't need it. That's the thing. Like, this pandemic has taught me I don't need a lot of stuff. A lot of this stuff, going out and being around people and hanging out with friends and having to go to every party, even though we're going to go out tonight. We're going to go out. We're going to go out. Shout out to Desiree. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. We'll go out for that. But normally, I could miss these events now and not feel the FOMO I used to feel. Feel the fear of missing out. That I would always be like, dang, what did I miss? Now it doesn't bother me when I miss events. But, you know, I'm going to do it because I was asked. I'm a good friend, so I'm going to go support. But you, you're you not going to see me out every week like you, like you used to. And I like to save money, bro. Just, oh, my God. I, I have spent of money. so much money in the last month between my car and GoFundMes because, like, people uh, just sickness yeah. and stuff and deaths. And yeah. I've spent so much that I got to get some of this money back. So I have to be... Better with my yeah. with my spending, so I just need to stay home or not go out. Not like tonight, I'll probably spend like twenty or thirty dollars. Right, that stuff adds up. Or doc, if if the pandemic didn't show you, is that oh my gosh, I was spending a lot of money. Yeah, on a regular basis that I thought it was normal, it wasn't. No, no. the year I didn't go out, I probably saved thousands by not going out from just alcohol when I didn't drink for a whole year. 
who was it? Who what was the saying? If you out every night, like you celebrating, what you celebrating? You out every night, like. And I forgot what they said. Somebody made a good post too about if you spend thirty dollars a day, like how much that is over the course of a year. And it was a lot. It's it a was lot. a lot, and there's some people who do that every people day. People do that because they go don't out to eat, go, go out, out to, to drink, br- breakfast. They gotta get their coffee. They gotta get. I was doing dinner. that too. Now I might get coffee once or twice a week when I'm out, but normally I try to make it at home. The only time I really can say it's worth buying coffee is if there's a special. Like if it's a dollar, it probably evens out because when you buy your coffee at like Publix or whatever, you're paying like seven eight dollars for the bag. Then you're gonna pay for your creamers. Your sugar, whatever you're putting in it. So once you do that, it probably equals out to what you would spend a dollar on a coffee. I drink more free coffee than I bought coffee in my My job has life. free coffee, but it just doesn't taste as good. I don't know about that. I, I drink my coffee black. I'm not really. I can. I mean, we have the Starbucks coffee at our job, but I don't know. <laughs> I still like to the Wawa coffee. I'll still go buy that. But, yeah, it does add up, man. It adds up. Uh, where was I at with this social dilemma? Um, you also said, with technology nowadays, how are parents educating their kids on not following the fast trend and being comfortable in their own skin? Yeah. Neither of us have kids, but let's just take a guess on what we would do. I mean, like, and a lot of parents are doing good by educating. And that's what we are talking about. We touched base on that. Like, you got to educate your kids on what's going on out there. Like, yeah, this is cool. But one thing my mom installed into me is not everybody's your friend. Oh, yeah. I've been hearing that. People keep telling me that still. Not, not everybody's still your friend. That. So, like, you, they got to realize, like, hey, just because you hit an um, ad button and they accept it doesn't mean you're, they're your friend. Oh, trust me. And like, all the random women I request on Facebook, oh, I know. <laughs> and then, like, a lot of people that, you know, that talk to you, they're going to have di- – and it's okay to have different opinions, that's what we are forgetting about in the society now. I can't have people that agree with every single thing I agree with. I got to have people that disagree because I, I, I got to know what the other side is thinking. And that doesn't have to do with straight up politics. I'm just thinking about people in general. I got to know what other people are thinking because of the, you got to be prepared. Dog. Yeah, but, I say this all the time and I'm going to say it again. When you're a parent, you don't have much time to get your kid ready for the real world, right? The longer you take to explain this stuff to them, the less time you re- they're going to have to learn it, right? So once your kid is 11, 10 or 11, if you want to wait until they're 15 or 16 to talk to them about sex and the world, just know you only have, it, you only have like a good two or three years until they turn 18 and they're out in that real world where you can't protect them, right. where they have men hitting on them. Older dudes kicking game that's probably gonna work because they don't know what's or do what's or teaching these boys how to treat girls right and not learning from like other dudes or what they see yeah. in movies and, and shit like that. Like the earlier you teach these kids what to expect in the real world, the more prepared they're gonna be. Right. The later you wait, bro, they're on their own once they hit 18. You can't protect them from the real world once they get to be 18 or out there. And please believe they're going to fuck up. Like, like kids need to learn on their, a lot. They're going to learn a lot on their own, and they're going to fuck but up. But they need to know it's okay to make mistakes, too, where a lot right. of parents don't tell them that. A lot of parents think they're failures. They teach them, like, oh, if you're, it's the end of the real world if you do this. A lot of kids think their parents are perfect because their parents led them on to see perfect, but they don't realize, like, hey, my mom is just learning just as much as I am consistently like the learning doesn't stop we continue to learn every day like yeah, i agree i agree you also you brought up another good point 
you said, would the entire story, would it have been different if her dad was not getting married and was in her life? I, I, or uh, would it have been prevented? Yeah, it would have been prevented. Like, I really think a lot of that would have been prevented if her dad was there for her, you know, at, at those times, especially when she was growing up. Because a lot of the mom was stressed out. It was, it was messing up the whole family dynamic around the, that age. Like, it obviously didn't mess with the, the young boy because he didn't the really. The young boy I, didn't know what the fuck was going he on. He didn't understand what still, was going his on. His stealing his shirt. He don't know what's right. going on. But she, over some beads. She traded him some beads. That's how a young yeah. kid he doesn't realize. Like, she understands what's going on. She, she needed was very him. manipulative. Yeah. She, ne- she needed him. In his life at that time. And because she wasn't there, the mom was stressed out. The mom was going through it. She's seeing what's mom going through. And I think she resented mom because she was just sitting there and taking it without putting up a fight. Yeah. And allowing her dad and to lying do. to her. Yeah. The mom lied about the dad coming back and what the reason was for. She found out when her mom. Right. She see, here's the mom crying when she's hiding under the bed. Right. And, and like she's realizing, oh, you're lying to me. And you think that's okay, lying to me? Like yeah. it was the girl a, went through a lot of stuff, man. A lot of a stuff. A lot of stuff at that age, man. A lot of PTSD, a lot of traumatic experiences. Yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy. Yeah. It was wild, man. It was wild what she went through. Um, I think if the dad was present, I think she still kind of gets curious and tries to see what that stuff is about. Because like I said, the initial thing that sparked her brain was when she was in that laundry room and she saw the other girl dancing. So even if you're living with your dad, you're going to do laundry. Yeah. Like even if you have two parents in your house, you're still going to have temptations once you leave the house in the real world. Correct. Like I hear people who say, I'm scared to go to the grocery store because my kid might see a man kissing another man. Like you can't hide certain things when you're out in public. Once you're out in public, whatever the world wants to do, your kid's going to see. Oh, you got to start teaching them earlier because guess what? They're going to scroll and see that on the Internet, that iPad that you're giving it to them. They're going to see it on that iPad. Like, you got to, you got, these kids are growing up so much faster now. You got to teach them early. You think, you can't wait until 10 and 11 now. Yeah, I, got, I, that's why I ask my friends, like, what age is it appropriate to start talking to your kids about this stuff? And they look at me like I'm crazy. I'm like, ah, they're too young. And I'm like, yeah, what if but, you go out in the public and they see it, though? They're not too young to right. see it in public. They're going to see something. You they're can't see hide. something. They're, and they're soaking in knowledge. Like, you ask a kid. A, a parent, they're like, "Oh, my kid is so smart. They're so, they're learning so fast." They're like, "Yeah, they're soaking up everything they learn." So you need to keep on educating them. On there, I I was all, I was told once, there's nothing that you you can learn something from anybody in this world. Like bad person, you can learn what not to do from that bad person. You can learn from somebody, everybody in this world. You're gonna see it. You gotta teach them. What was right and what was wrong? Yeah, and I think that's where the mom did not do in this movie, and that's why that girl was led so astray. Right. And then she's in the church, and the mom's still trying to make her go to church. The girl's watching music videos under her, like, sheet in the church. Like, she's just still experimenting, still exploring, and nobody knows what's going on. The fact that everybody was so oblivious was telling because a lot of these parents today are very oblivious to what's going on in their kids' lives. And I just think this will open up a lot of parents' lives if they watch this movie. And the craziest thing to me, one of the craziest things about this movie was this girl, shy, nerdy, can't dance. By the end of the movie, she's teaching the other girls how to twerk. Right. She's like the best dancer out of the, out of the group at the end. 
she, she's just and that so just shows you how far things can change. Yeah, and genetics. <laughs> she, she knew her genetics. Genetics too, but just the fact that yo, you thought this is like the innocent one out of the group, and then by right. the end, she's the wildest one in that group. Wildest one. And then the other members are looking at her like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> you're a little too much for us. We were also the facts on that is that we've also had everybody's had a friend growing up that all of a sudden. They they fall into the wrong crowd and they're like, yo, what happened? Yeah. You were not my friend. That, that shows you that shows you how the wrong crowd can right. change everything. The wrong crowd or like, and then we had a you had a friend that like, oh, they're trying to be cool and try to fit in and do stuff that is smoking, out of, out of, yeah, smoking, skipping out of school. their character and like, yo, that's not you. And then like, that's how people change. It's stuff that happens on a daily basis. Yeah, I mean, the fact she pushed that poor girl in the pool, or not the pool, the, the water at the end, and just watched the sea. Uh, that was... Should I save her? Nah. Well, is she going to drown? Okay, she's not going to drown. I'll let her stay. I, I got to get in this dance competition. Right. The selfishness in that, that is kind of... That part was uh, under, uncomfortable, too, because they... I thought they the girl showed, was going to die. Yeah, they showed her struggling for a while. Yeah. Like, this, was, this French movie really tested the boundaries. Yeah. It they, pushes limits. They definitely pushed the limits. They they saw how far. I mean, like I said, in America, this movie couldn't have been made. But in France, it's probably like, they're probably like, whoa, wee wee. Like, ain't nothing wrong with this. And guess what, America? You could try to get it canceled. That shit ain't But going you know what's crazy, too? Like, I wonder what the parents felt like that let their kids act in that movie. How I, do you let your kids act in? I don't know if I could let my kid act in no, that. No, I think those parents knew. And they were like, yeah, this is going to. I'd rather use my kid to help other people not go through this situation and let it be like a lesson taught. I think it's a French thing. I don't think an American parent could let their kids act like that in a movie. No, a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of more, like European people from the EU, their kids are more responsible oh, and yeah. more Absolutely. and more like they're more developed. Like that girl left From the house by herself age. every single time. Yeah, she was never accompanied my, by a parent. My my ex coworker, her daughter was fourteen and never even know how to use a stove yet. I was twelve taking the subway in New York. Just wanted y'all to know that. Yeah, like like there's things that people would be like, oh, that would be considered child abuse. Oh that yeah, we now used to yeah, do back they, in the day. yeah. I'm like leaving what? kids home alone. Like I was left home what? alone for the first time at eight. Fuck. <laughs> I don't even. I was elementary school yeah, going yeah. like right like don't open up the door nobody coming for the door for you exactly just stay inside and be like listen in in the best way for me to describe this movie when I was trying to explain it to people I said first of all it's like it's like a middle school version of the movie Kids but it's also like a middle school version of Mean Girls right so you put those two together that's kind of what this movie is right it's a little bit of both because Kids was very uncomfortable if you watch that. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. No, I didn't see it. It's about some high school kids in New York City. Rosario Dawson's in it and some other people. But the, it deals with some very touchy subjects, uncomfortable subjects. That's another movie. It was made in the 90s. Never could be made today. Never could be made for the stuff that happens in that movie. Mm. So if you watch that, you can get like this movie. You're it correlates. Like, yeah. But uh, is there anything else you, you want to say about the movie? Is there any other scenes? Did we miss any other like serious parts of it that... We need uh, to discuss. I mean, if anything, go out and watch that movie. Like, it's interesting. It's not as bad as what people are saying. And a lot of people that people are listening to saying it's, oh, bad, don't watch it. Like, they I will say this. Parents probably didn't watch it themselves. Do not watch that movie with your kids. It's not a movie for kids to see. 
I mean, why not? You don't think so? I don't know if I have. Want, there, all right, this is why. Of those age. This that, is why. This is why I wouldn't want a kid to watch that. I don't think kids would comprehend all the messages in that movie, unless you're pausing it like it's an NFL game film, <laughs> and breaking every little piece of tape down. I don't think. I think kids would see it more as entertainment. Uh, case in point, I was at one of my friends' houses years ago, a couple years ago. He's excited. He's like. Have you seen the new Childish Gambino video? That this is America? Oh, it's so cool, all the dances they do. So he starts playing it, and he's just so excited. And I had to, like, tell him, like, bro, there's a lot more to this video than and you think. that was an adult, right? Huh? That was an adult. A then. kid. His kid came up to me happy about the video, playing it for me, like, oh, the dances are so cool, and this is that. Right. I was like, there's a deeper meaning to this, like, you know. And I get that. And I can see a kid watching this movie. Thinking it's entertainment, but laughing is, and joking, and this is a—I would say those are kids in middle school. I would have middle schoolers watch that. Like, I don't listen, think they would comprehend it. Though. Like, listen, like you, do you get why this happened? Like, you got you're struggling. If you're like, explaining it, yeah, yeah you're but if you're just you letting them watch, it, you discuss it. You got to let them watch it, form their own opinion, then you discuss it afterwards. Okay. Like, yo, do you understand what was that movie about? Yeah, because they're gonna see the struggles of the girl. They're gonna. They're gonna have. They're gonna formulate their I own. I just don't opinion. know if these young kids can understand they, it. They're going not gonna on. like. Then you're giving. You don't have faith in. I don't. Kids. I don't have faith in the young generation now. Like you don't have faith in like middle school kids. They're gonna have. To I think if I had my own kid who I was able to raise from childbirth and was just instilling stuff along the way, yes. Now if I get a middle school or sure. somebody now at like eleven. And I'm trying to break all this down to. The, I don't think they're gonna get it. They're not gonna get everything, but they, they're you. The the main point. What, what would be one main point that you would t- talk to a middle schooler about, like about that whole thing? If I'm talking to the kid, the main point to me is about don't be afraid to ask adults. Ask your parents. Um, probably parents. I don't know if you want to ask a regular adult, but like ask your parents about what you don't understand or about things you see. Don't just. Like if your if your friend tells you something, don't just take that as the truth. Get more information. Don't be afraid to go to somebody with more knowledge and talk to them. I I would say that, like, I agree with what you're saying. Get more knowledge. Knowledge is power. Whatever. I would tell a kid like, listen, there's plenty of things that she did wrong. Yeah. And like. But there's plenty of things the adults did wrong. And there's but plenty I would of leave things, those yeah. for the adult. Yeah, I would talk to an adult there's about plenty that of things that. As an adult, I saw that there was a lot of things the mom did wrong. But you, to, you need to be yourself. Don't worry about fitting in. And you that. don't need to fit in. Like, to, you don't need to change yourself to fit in. That's hard not to tell every, a kid, though. Not everybody is going to accept you, even though you want to be accepted. But you don't need to change drastically to be accepted. Like, that, like be yourself. And if being yourself does not get you accepted then that's not the people you want to be around with. And yes, that is hard to tell a kid. But every kid wants to be an adult and be cool, but like that's a part of being an adult. I agree. I think, like I said, everybody should go out, watch the movie on their own, form your own opinions. Don't go off what you read on social media because there's a lot of misinformation. As The same with, like, like I said, with the Breonna Taylor and all that. Just everything that you see on social media, do your own fact checks because there's so much, especially if it's on Facebook, I can't tell the amount of times I see people share things on Facebook, the most bogus sports stories that come from these sites I've never heard of in my life. Right. And people will see it and think it's real 
telling you somebody, oh, LeBron's retiring tomorrow or something. Like, from a site you've never, ever heard of. Right. I, it doesn't make sense to me, though. And the fact that people fall for all this stuff every time, I'm just like, bro, do your own research on this stuff. Watch it for yourself. Watch it for yourself. Come up with your own opinions, but don't take what somebody says as fact. I don't think there's any other things from that movie I want to get to. Uh, real quick, I do want to say rest in peace to Judge Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Oh, I'm not going to lie. I did not know a lot about her. I always knew the name. Didn't know much about her story until after she died, and I started hearing more about it on the news, but it's a big loss. Uh, the way the Supreme Court is going, it might not look good if Trump is able to put who he wants to put in there because she was an ally for the Democratic side, for the liberal side, and I think this is going to be a game changer if they don't get a replacement in there that's more they're, aligned they're already, to her views. They already, they already found somebody. They've, but they've said it, but I don't know if they've actually done the voting and putting them in there. Right. You know, it's still a process of getting them in. Right. I don't know if it can be blocked up until the election or what. I don't know what they're allowed to do, but that was a big loss. It's a big loss. I was surprised that all the love she got, the fact that everybody was just talking about it just shows how much they know how serious this is. Cause I didn't I didn't expect to see that much love on it when she passed. Jalen it was all on my Facebook. Jalen Rose said the best thing. Don't wait to give people their flowers when they're dead. Give it to them while they're alive. It's the most respectful thing. Show your love to these people, you know, before they pass away. Because dog, she did so many great things, especially for women empowerment, for women in general, and for a lot of the LBGT community. Like, yeah, she did a lot. But a lot, of, the fact that the, all the love I saw that she got, it showed me a lot of people were familiar with her. Yeah, because I was seeing a lot of heartfelt posts. I didn't say much because I didn't know much. I'm not the type that's going to be acting like I was. No, no. I, I knew you. I had to do my research too. Yeah, You're I'm not right. going to be, oh, rest in peace. And like, you were such a great inspiration no. to me when I didn't say it. Like, I never really knew much about I, it. I researched and I was like, wow, I did not know. I, it was just. Yeah. Hmm, all right. Yeah, I watched some of the tributes that they did on the news stations and I read a little bit. And I was like, yeah, it's a big loss. I can see why people are reacting. And that doesn't matter. Like, again, that didn't matter of. What if you're a Democrat or Republican? She did a lot for people. Mm -hmm. So, like, you got that's mad respect. You got to give the her humanity no what she, she had, had. man. Yeah. We, we're not getting that from anybody else coming in. It's scary to think what this future holds. I hope, dog, I hope so. Like, I feel, I hope, like, the younger generation and our generation, we could, we could do better, dog. That's, that's all I'm praying for. That's why I'm so scared to have kids, man. Cause it's just, I don't want to leave them with this world the way it's going. Um, do you think we're getting in it's going to get any better going forward with this whole covid and the way we are acting like the way the mask and all that or you think this is the, what it is i don't think this is going to be society norm i feel like we're going to find a way to adapt and get back to a type of normal and prayers to the people at disney man i don't know if we, did we mention that earlier in the show i know a lot of people the furloughs dog the furloughs is happening yeah so today was day one they said twenty eight thousand people from disney are expected to be laid off from all like the disney properties and corporation yeah so i don't you said you know some people i don't know anybody going, yet that's I'm been going, affected I'm but going going to disney tomorrow to show some you know show some love my homegirl said she's wine. going to disney tomorrow was there something going on at disney food tomorrow and, food and wine the what? At Epcot. Oh, food okay. My friend said she's going from like one to six. I'm like, is there an event? Going? Yeah, a food and wine is going on. I'm going to go, you know. I just knew once they started doing the 25% capacity, they were in trouble. Like, you can't operate a park at 25%. No. Just like these football games, like, 
At some point, they're going to need some fans in these stands. Right. You might be able to get away with it this season. You ain't going to be able to do this next season. Look, we're going to have to get Too much back. money lost. We're going to have to get back to our like, And, of course, that's what we want. We want to get back to our norm. But I mean, we're going to the bar tonight where supposedly it's back to normal in Orlando. Right. I'm, so I'm interested to see how it is because last time I went, my experience was not good with this not being able to stand up and do anything. But I'm going to do my precautions. I, hope I, I'm just, I hope I can walk around. I hope I can walk. I, I don't want to be confined to a seat all night. I'm going to still take my precautions. I'm going to show my love, but I got to worry about me. Like, you know, like I, I shame nobody for wanting to get back to normal. Well, you're at a job too where you're around a lot of right. more people than me. I'm Shout not Shout out to all the doing. DJs. Can I get drop a bomb? Shout out to all the DJs who, you know, getting back to work. And can Shout out to Rubonics. Rubonics. We saw you out there last weekend or this past weekend. People need to make money, though. You know what I'm saying? But like, I wish, I wish our commander in tweets would have. Commander in tweets. I never heard that. I like that. <laughs> I wish he would have done the right things at first to make us get out there even faster. He definitely played around. I saw that interview where he said he didn't take it serious and stuff, and he didn't believe I, it. He know, intentionally lied about the seriousness of it. Like that's. I just wish that would have happened. And then we would have been out here in these streets a lot sooner. How he got that dude, or how'd that dude get the president to give up all that information? Are they friends? Like, I that dude who was writing that book, no I was like, how's he getting idea. all this information? I have no idea. That he was, was just telling him that everything. Was not a good look. Like, I don't care like, what. I'm writing a book so I can just go to you and get information? To like, me, Yeah, like, to me, that's just not a good look. Hell like, so. no. That's why I'm like, how did he get him to do all that? Mm. That was wild to me. But at least he was honest. Yeah, he was. Um, with that being said, man, I appreciate you coming on the show again. We're almost at the two-hour mark, you know, one hour and 45, little, a little over that. I thought of the great uh, song to play for the end, too. Oh, let me hear it. So I'm going to play this song from uh, Donnie put me on to this guy, Coda the Friend. I played him on another episode before. This song is called For Colored Boys. Super dope song. Great message. He's one of these new rappers with a message, so I always like when these new guys have a message. And basically, he's just giving game to the to the kids, man, to the boys growing up. And we need something like this to put these kids on to. So I feel like this is the perfect song to end the show with. Uh, is there anything else you want to say, Damien? No. On the parting parting words? Thank you for having me again. Oh, anytime, man. Anytime. You've been, you hit me up, said you wanted to come through. You told me you're, what days you were free. We made it happen. Made it happen. We're able to talk about Social Dilemma and... Um, What's the movie? Cuties. Cuties. And we're able to break both of those down. Like I said, if you didn't watch either movie, this is probably not the show for you to listen to. I encourage everybody to listen to the sh or watch those movies first, then come back and listen to this. Because we just broke. We talked about a lot of stuff that happened in the movie. Some stuff you might not understand. So I hope everybody can listen to it. If you have any questions, you already know where to reach me. You can hit me up in my DMs up until about December. And when I go ghost, I don't know. You got the. Call me or text me, because next year, hey, I'm telling you now, I ain't going to be that accessible. <laughs> Get in contact with him now before the I ain't going to be very accessible. You got to call me. I ain't going to do you like Kanye where you got to call somebody like that's next to me. But I'm, I'm definitely scaling back next year. And you guys can follow that journey on this podcast. I don't really have much else to say. We're going to go uh, hit this bar tonight, and hopefully we don't catch COVID. But well, we're going to take tonight. our precautions. Sure am. See what's out there. I might holler at a couple women, try to get some numbers. I don't know. We'll see what's going on, man. But uh, this is Coda the Friend. This song is called For Colored Boys. Shout out to Don A for putting me on to this. This is Keeping It Real with Jared Lawrence. I will get to you guys later.
You was born in a hospital with incompetent doctors who didn't bother to press you against your mother's chest. But that's okay, cause Jehovah say that your mother blessed. And we are here to guide you through life and teach you what is best. Do not have your kids in a hospital, they don't give a fuck, especially about black folk. Learn how to deliver your own kids and have them at home, kid. And leave that placenta attached as long as you want, kid. It's different for black boys, harder for black girls. Start your own business venture, thrive in a black world. Where you and your homies don't gotta worry about getting fired and facing discrimination. We are creators, we don't go begging for placement where we are not wanted. And I'ma keep it a hundred, youngin'. We used to be hunted, they had us sitting in zoos. So what you see in the news is really nothing that's new. They really targeting you. You hear me talking to you? But even if your bread's straight, big house, nice car, gotta keep your head straight. People that be gossiping constantly, only dead weight. Wiser assessments of situations will carry you to your best days. Put away a portion of your profit when you get paid. And do not be afraid of change, it could be a segue to a better something. But have patience and always make time for family and celebration and every good thing in life requires dedication like career wife kids and the spiritual the point of our existence isn't physical make sure there is love in your living room and make sure that you there for the ones that you give it to and grudges or do you no good life is too short to be stressing love your friends for who they are if they there when you down then you should keep them around and then return a favor tenfold everything you hiding will be exposed so you should probably keep it a thousand youngin and let go embrace humiliation is humbling and take every situation for what it is love is free so don't be possessive Love is a combination of letting go and holding tight You'll learn when to do which And get more love than you know what to do with And you gon' make mistakes Cause homie, you only human But that ain't no excuse to be foolish Treat your woman with respect That means keeping it real Keeping her in your mind If you about to be stupid Just think about how she feel Be honest with yourself Put your ego on the shelf And I promise you it helps You ain't gotta be what they expect Get the scrubbing when you make a mess and treat your daughter the same as your sons. We growing out of double standards. Speaking the standards, let's move away from the European. Tell her she's beautiful, wide nose, coarse hair, brown eyes, brown skin, self love for the win. Why conform to a society that hates you? Spent all their energy trying to break you. Now they thinking y'all niggas still here. Yeah, y'all still scared. Black boys still strong. Slavery still here. Black boys still marked. The prisons are still packed. We're innocent black boys. The black boys still thrive. The black girls still guard. Yeah. I love you. I love you too. I love you too. <laughs> My big boy. Gonna read Hank, Hank the Caterpillar?